Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, Matt. Hi there. What's up? Uh, nada. Nothing's up. We're doing a podcast. That we are. The Gamers 2 podcast. That's true. Uh, what are we, June 28th? Is that Good what job. At? Yep. Yeah, June 28th. 6, 28, 19. The year of the speed run. Yeah, yeah. the year of the speed run, which uh, I can't play any of the games normally. So, yep, you know, speed run is just spitting in my eye. <laughs> oh, take your inability and then just shove it down your throat. Yeah, exactly. It's great. It's a great time. For sure. For sure. So what have you been doing in the last seven days? Um, nothing exciting. Um, solid cleaning a little bit, trying to organize my life, uh, mainly the house, uh, life, um, work area ish stuff. Uh, haven't played any games, but game pass has started working. Oh, so hopefully this weekend I'll actually be able to play something. Um, let's kind of, you know, let's just not push it. All right. Yeah, I know. I don't want to make any hard commitments. Back it up a little bit. (laughs) No hard commitments. Um, so I did have a weird experience. Um, oh, I, you know, well, I I've watched my animes and stuff like that. Whatever. Um, One Punch Man season two is still fucking terrible, which is disappointing. Um, baseball anime though. It's oh. good shit. Oh, it's good shit. oh, look at look at Matt coming around to it's my good shit. sport. They uh, they are progressing. They are one game away from making it to nationals right now. So will they do it? Will they, they better do it? I mean, there's a whole other season. Will after it this, blend? So. Will it blend? <laughs> um. Anyways, the experience I had was uh, how do, how do you feel about Kanye West? And the Yeezus tour? No, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Do you have any feelings towards him at all? Or are you just like, and eh, whatever? It's Kanye West. He's he's he is what he whatever, is. Whatever, man. Okay. I, I I I usually end up more annoyed, but then again, I don't necessarily like he says some dumb shit. But then I usually don't think I'm more annoyed at him than I am like his fans. I think that's okay. You know, it's the breakdown of if I get annoyed. I think it's at his fans, not him yeah. necessarily. I was uh, I. Probably in a similar situation, like a slight more disdain for him just because like, you know, in, in my mind I had created, you know, basically he was like everything I hate about modern society. So I watched the Netflix show, um, David Letterman's show, the, you know, My Next Guest. Ah, uh, yes, yes. And he just came out with a second season, not just, but recently right. came out with a second season. And I was cleaning the our storage area, you know, making room. And I was like, I'll throw on, you know, the new season. And the first episode is Kanye West. And I had put off watching the show for a long time because I knew the first guest was Kanye West. And I was like, I don't fucking like that guy. I don't want to listen to an hour and a half of him talking. It was really interesting. Um, And it was not at all what I expected. And I came out, like, with somewhat of an appreciation of Kanye West. And now I don't know what to do with my life you know like oh, it just i wasn't your, what i your your uh picture has been shattered yeah that's the problem and it was just really interesting and uh not what i had anticipated like i didn't expect for my um assumptions to be 
turned on their head. Um, so that was kind of fun. That was a little bit interesting. Um, outside of that, that's that's it. That's all I got, really. That's that's There's nothing exciting happening. I just watch YouTube videos and anime when I have free time because they're nice little bite-sized pieces, little 15, 20-minute little snacks that I can, I can have at. And, um, you know, that's about it. Hopefully, you know, you got something else going on. I mean, Matt, <laughs> at, what, at what given point do I not have something going on? It's the life of the bachelor. It's You're wonderful. right. And the, the majority of times, I technically have nothing going on. Do we count video games as having things going on? I mean, we're doing do a we podcast count, about it, so I I fucking hope we do. Do we account my or yeah, account. Do we count my sheer anti-socialness with the rest of the world while I sit in my office and or living room and play video games without interacting with other people as something going on? Do we discuss my Tetris 99 win while I sat alone in my bedroom oh, oh, as something going on? No. No we don't. I had to bring it up. It's been a while. It's been a while. I haven't. I haven't won since then. But I had to bring it up again. Have you played much since then, though? No. Yeah. See, have, that's what I've, that's your have, that's your mo. I have played since then, but I have not played. I've gotten back in the top ten since then, but I haven't uh, won since then. That's like your mo, though. No, it's no, like, PUBG. I just uninstalled. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that that's at its at its peak. That's, that's, that's at its most. That's, that's peak me being me. Yeah. Walk out on top. But if we're gonna speak about things, why won at Matt? Oh, let me tell you about <laughs> let me tell you about my week. Did you win this week? Was it a winning week? Oh, I winning. <laughs> I got dragon blood or whatever the fuck he says. And if I gave you my if I gave you my brain, you'd have it for like five seconds. I'd be like, oh, oh, I can't handle it, and I'd give it back. And then more Charlie Sheen quotes from that <laughs> crazy interview. I'm by winning. Uh, so. The usual, right? We'll stick with the things I can't actually win. Pokemon Go. Yeah. Uh, the show. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I can win in the show, but like, I'm only playing against the computer. It's not really it's not yeah. a win. Let's be honest. It's just manipulating, it's getting boost, it to... Ego boosting. I'm feeling yeah. good. It doesn't annoy me sometimes because the computer wins. Of course it does. But I get to take that back out and win again. So, you know, fun times. Uh, Harry Potter, the mobile game. Mm-hmm. Still doing it. Still trying to figure out what exactly it is. I'm I'm hearing that it's losing its luster. It didn't have any luster, so okay. I don't know how it's losing it. <laughs> Side point. Uh, the Nate review. <laughs> t- t- 10 out of 10. <laughs> no luster. Um, played the total, totally reliable delivery service beta. Okay. That was the, was that the one you played at PAX? Uh no, I played moving out or okay. whatever at PAX. Totally uh, this one is from Tiny Build. Uh, okay, it's similar to the Human Fall Flat mechanics or mm-hmm. Gang Beast mechanics, where you're just ragdoll physics, but you have to deliver packages in this open world. That sounds amazing. It is. It goes horribly wrong constantly. Oh yeah, but I played it with our friend Evil as it as it would uh, as it should really. She tried using it. She had to use a keyboard or something the first time. I don't know. It was. Trying to get her to be able to do anything was was a struggle because I didn't know any of the keys <laughs> on the keyboard because I had a controller in my hand. So I'm like, no idea. Good luck. You came prepared. Yeah. Uh, apparently, she got it to work like afterwards when she played more of it on mm-hmm. her own. Likely story. But I was like, oh, Likely sure. story. Uh-huh. Whatever you say. I've never actually seen you be able to drive a car in this game. But if you <laughs> say you can. Uh, and then... I'm uh, playing some like random Heroes of the Storm. Pretty sure we're done with that for a while. Because, uh, God, that community is garbage. Uh, so Todd and I started playing bot games where it was actually entertaining. <laughs> that should tell you something about it. Uh, played some Overwatch with some people. Won some stuff there. Fun times. Mm-hmm. You know, Overwatch. Then we'll get to my sheer dominance. And my uncanny ability, Matt. To play Ultimate Chicken Horse. You remember Ultimate Chicken Horse, right? I believe you played Ultimate Chicken Horse. It's a game where the box spawns. You get an object out of the box. You place that object on the level. And you guys have to race through all these objects and stuff to get to the end point. 
There's like a farm is one level. I don't know. I don't think I ever played that. Maybe it was Dewey, Brian, Tyler, and somebody else. But regardless, (laughs) that is the game I played. I can show it to you after, but that is the game I played. Okay. I played it against Todd, and I played it against Evil. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you who the ultimate squirrel was multiple times right up until he lost internet. This guy. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Were you making people angry? Yes. As Todd said, it would be a game that would cause him to lose friends. And on the plus side, we weren't drinking. (laughs) But it was a good time. That's good. Ultimate chicken Chicken horse. horse. The only thing I can remember is Nidhogg, but that's just because yeah, Nid, yeah. it'll forever be burned into my... Nid, Nidhogg does bad things to good people, and Dewey does bad things to or, good people. I was going to say, or good things to bad people. If there was a camera rolling, it would have been great things to bad people. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been doing. Have they requested a rematch yet? Uh, no, and I don't know if they will. <laughs> Uh, now they're probably both trying to find a game that I might end up stealing can... that other water for me, by the way. That's fine. I'm going to have to really cleanse myself after this is getting a little bit too warm. I'm going to have to finish that. They're gonna, they're probably dig, trying to dig up a game that they can get revenge at. Todd has them. Evil doesn't. Oh, wow. Shots, Shots fired. fired. Bang, bang. What up with that thing? I want to know. <laughs> The one thing she had on me for a while, and she still does, technically, is WoW PvP. Well, WoW PvP, she will beat me every single time because I have no fucking idea what I'm doing because I've never cared to PvP in that game unless it's Alteric Valley, in which case I did it while I was leveling, and the entire idea was rush band. You just rush the one guy, everybody runs to the end, you all stand around, and then it's a 40-man raid fight. Who gives a shit about PvP? You just kill the enemy. (laughs) That's all it is. The moment we play actual PvP, no idea what's going on, and I suck. But we play raids, and she was a healer. After she she rolled a healer after her damage, whatever, who gives a shit? Th- that story doesn't matter. It puts the two of us in the healing pool. Yeah. And so then the race would be who could out-heal the other one. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, come on now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm arrogant, and I'm good. That's the problem. Lethal combination. <laughs> the worst. The worst two things you can be. Arrogant and right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure uh, she loves it. Yeah, sort of the people that play volleyball against me. Oh, yeah. I... Where I'm arrogant and average. <laughs> <laughs> Which, unfortunately, is probably better than that. Uh, on my team, no. No, I'm probably... I like to think I'm probably the worst person on my team. Like, if I really analyzed it. Mm-hmm. But arrogantly, I'm the best player on my team. But, so like in a re- but in a realistic scenario, I'm probably the worst player on my team. Maybe the second to worst. I don't. I don't really know. I play with a lot of good people on my team. If anything, I'm sure if we asked other people, everybody'd be like, "No, we're all pretty. We're all pretty there." <laughs> be like, all right. Well, I guess we're not going to rank anybody. Then fine. Uh, Put it this way: I have one, two, three. I have four MVPs on my team. We're working on getting our our one of our fifth players his MVP this year. And that would leave you odd man out. I'm assuming. No, I have an MVP. Oh, you do. I have an MVP. My other one of my other guys has an MVP, and two of my girls have MVPs. Wow. Well, then you can't say you're the worst person on the team if there's people on the team that don't have MVP, but you have MVP. Well, one of them hasn't played there. Like this is her first like full year playing there, mm-hmm. so this would be like the first year that she'd have a chance at MVP. Uh, and then our other guy has played with me for a few years, and we've my team has always put him down as the MVP. Like we get a little superlative sheet at the end, yeah. and we always try to get him to win it. But everybody else either votes for somebody else, or the votes don't actually matter, and somebody else chooses and just ignores the votes. You know, political systems. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the two. I don't really know. Uh, Love, but we've always tried to get him to win. It. We're like, he deserves it. He should win it, and mm-hmm. they just, we, we can't get him to win it. <sighs> And that being said, I don't vote for myself. I usually take that sheet and hand it to somebody else on my team. I don't even want to fill it out. I hand it to the girls. I'm like, you guys just write down whatever you want. So, like, best female, and my name gets thrown in. Like, I don't care. That'd be funny if you won. Oh, we've done that. We've won that a few times. I don't think I've won that one, but uh, one of the guys on my team has. Oh, they're still on. Still on Dark Souls. Lovely. And 
speaking of things I've been reading, watching, we finished Chernobyl. Yeah. That was good. It was. Good five episodes. Mm-hmm. Enjoyable. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed and, uh, it. I think it did. I think it's good, but I think it also did uh, help of us having our knowledge and interest in it beforehand. Yeah, definitely for sure. It's. I mean, the first episode, I think, is... I don't want to say rough, but they throw a lot at you. It's a, it's a very strong punch. Yeah. They throw a lot at you. And if you're not, I could see it being hard to consume if you're not like somewhat interested or. I, I can see it doing one of one of the two things like the, you know, toss the coin. It either draws you in and you immediately watch episode two. Yeah. Or you go, nope. Mm-hmm. No idea what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So watching that, watching the. A yeah, da, 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 SGDQ, the Summer Games, done quick. They are currently at $1.4 million raised for Doctors Without Borders. What do they normally hit? Do you know? Uh, they've crossed $2 million a few times. Okay. I wasn't sure if $1.4 was a lot or not. Uh, they have, I think technically they end like 10 a.m. on Sunday morning for us. Oh, I so th- they might hit $2 million. I think 10 a.m. on Sunday morning. Something like that. Or maybe Sunday afternoon. Or maybe it's Saturday night. I don't remember when they end. I know they started on Sunday. And it's supposed to be seven days, 24 hours consistently. So. Yeah. Oh, they they could still go nuts tomorrow. Yeah, that's what, tomorrow's like 1.4. Tomorrow's the first Saturday, technically. Yeah. So, yeah, they could they could blow through it. I mean, they hit, in the first day, I think by Sunday night, they were already over a couple hundred thousand, so. It's crazy. It's impressive. Yeah. I mean, Doctor, I, this isn't to slight SGDQ or to praise anybody else, but did you see what Doctor Lupo did for the Saint Jude Foundation? I heard. I, I saw like a couple of three million dollars, yeah. something like that, in four hours. So, take that, people that think video games don't do anything good. Video games raised four point three million dollars in four hours. Yeah, it's, and are now raising, yeah, one point four million. In a week for Doctors Without Borders. It's kind of crazy to me. Like, I have no... I have no interest in the speedrunning community. And Neither it's do never, I, technically. And it's never been, like, anything that I has even crossed my mind. So, like, it blows my mind. Like, it, it's just... I don't want to... I feel like I'm, I'm shitting on them, but I don't intend to. But, like, I wouldn't expect the community to be that prolific. Right. It's, I mean, they, I don't know if they've dropped below 100,000 viewers all week. Yeah. Uh, they're pro. I think they're currently, I can't see it currently, but I think they're over a hundred and probably, they were a hundred, 120,000, I think when I picked that up, when I picked that stream up and they just keep going. I mean, yeah. they get all their bits that are donated during this, all their subs, because people can sub to the channel with their Twitch primes or whatever. All of that's getting mm-hmm. tallied into the donation totals. All that stuff's going to that cause, so it's nuts. Yeah, it's definitely impressive. And yeah, I don't like. There's two times this happens. It happens for AGDQ, which I think is usually in January. That's awesome games done quick, and then there's summer games done quick, which happens now. Those are the only two two times they do it the year, and then that's it. But like these guys, all you know, stream or whatever on their own. But I never watch anything unless it's these two events. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not as interested then, but I'm interested to always see these events because I just really like the show running of it and everything like that. Yeah. And then I've been uh, listening to a book on tape or book on CD, I should say of which name I could not tell you. Cause I don't remember <laughs> of an author that I can't tell you. Cause I don't remember, but I can tell you it was sent to me by the parents from down South mm-hmm. that they said they liked it and they said, I might like it. So I've been listening to that so far. So good. Do I have some problems with it? Yeah. But so far, so good. I don't think I have any problems necessarily with like the story itself, though some. But also, I just don't give a shit about the guy reading the book. Mm, that and, can always and that it's. I usually like to listen to samples if I can before I buy an audiobook. Mm-hmm. Like, give me like a five minute kind of like rundown. Like, am I gonna like this guy? And I, I can kind of usually guess. Like, are they getting into a character? Are they doing voices or stuff like that? And it's just I don't know the way some of it's reading. I feel like if I was reading the book, I would not have certain inflections in certain places and i'm just like ah yeah that's why like everyone 
everyone always makes the comment like, oh, you should do audiobooks, you should do audiobooks. I can't get behind audiobooks for that exact reason. Like, I rarely am okay with the person reading the book. The one that I had when I listened to The Killer Collective, I think it was by Barry Eisler, I don't remember now, but when I listened to that one, that one was really good. Yeah. That one was great, but I got to listen to a, like a preview of it beforehand, so I could be like, okay, yeah, I probably will be okay with this. Mm-hmm. Like this guy, I'm like, I'm going to power through and probably finish it because I'm curious about the story, but like, there's just times where I'm just in the car and I'm like, ah, I want to tell you to shut up, but that would just stop literally the book. <laughs> so, uh, yep, nope, don't do that. I think I might just read weird, so like, it no one else, like, it doesn't work for Well, there's, me. there's always that too, though, is when you're reading, you're also p- building your own character in yeah. your own world in your own head, and you're just like, yeah, this is exactly what I picture this person to say or think or stuff like that. I've heard like Shatner moments coming out of this guy, and it gets really weird. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that character does not sound like Shatner. <laughs> you must disable the electric what? what read the fucking sentence anyway shall we get into things matt that i could play instead of listening to a book on tape you could or get wow, into that list listening to a book on tape yeah 20 minutes in as it feels like a good, good time to tell you guys that we have new releases that start with number one being bloodstained ritual of the night for switch car mechanic simulator PlayStation 4 and Xbox. Death's Gambit for the PlayStation 4. Judgment for the PlayStation 4. Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden Deluxe Edition for the PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Spider-Man Far From Home for PSVR. The Sinking City for PlayStation 4 and Xbox. We the Revolution. PlayStation 4, Xbox, and Switch. And if you're in France, We the Revolution. Haha, it's a bad joke. Fucking moving on. Number nine. Bubsy, pause on fire for the Switch. Moto GP19 for the Switch. Matt's favorite game on this entire list. F1 2019 for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox. Are we in a race weekend? Yeah. Um, It's uh, Austria, right? It's the Austrian Grand Prix. Maybe I can't. That's a, I'm not sure what, but I do know the curbs are ridiculous and they've broken like nine front wings. It sounds all. like Austria, no, known for its high curbs. <laughs> Final Fantasy 14 Shadowbringers. Well, if it's Austria, then it's the Red Bull ring, right? I don't know. I'm I thinking think. it's Austria, but I'm not positive about that. I'll look it up. I just uh, was... Final Fantasy 14 Shadowbringers DLC, Super Mario Maker 2 for the Switch, and Valve released their Index VR headset. Thousand doll hairs for the index. It's a lot of doll hairs. The uh, reviews for Judgment are pretty good. Interesting. Yeah, I thought so. I thought it was going to tank. I forget what the game even is. So well done. It's that one. I I just remember they had to replace the um, main character or something like that for sexual assault reasons. Or oh, something. okay. Something like that. Uh, no, that's not right. Yeah, it's got to be Austrian. Austrian Grand Prix. That's okay. Red Bull Ring. Yeah. Okay. Uh, apparently, there's been crashes. Botas and Verstappen. Crashed Great. in practice. Maybe we'll finally get some. That's not the way I want other teams to win, but I mean, like, come on now. I know, right? Some <laughs> actual variety. Let's let's get. Did you see the, not to go into the F1 podcast, but did you see the breakdown of I think it's F1 wins since Hamilton or like since 2012 or something like that. Yeah, it's like, I think it's 2012 and he has like 52.9% of yeah, all the wins. of all F1 wins. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's so... F- People complain that fucking baseball's not balanced. I know, right? <laughs> um, I'm just curious because like, it's hard. This is the issue with Formula, current modern Formula One is you can't, you have a hard time separating the driver from the car. Like, obviously, Hamilton's a good driver, but right. all oh. of his cars he's been in have been amazing. So right. it's like, if you put him, and that's always the thing that comes up on, like, Reddit and all the communities. Like, you know, if you put this driver in the Mercedes, they'd be just as good. And it's like, uh, okay, is that true? Is that not true? Like, One way to find out. Switch him up. Yeah. I think he's going to retire soon. Can you imagine if Formula One just said, we're just going to rotate drivers through each team all week? Mm-hmm. So that way... You have everybody just has to race like Hamilton and Botas have to go down and race with like 
Renault. Mm-hmm. And then they just they just ladder step each team of drivers around. That'd be whack. That'd be so weird. Um, what I think they should do is hard uh, budget caps. Hard. Um, and make it like manageable for a budget cap that all teams could hit. And then just let them go ham. Would be funny. Yeah, because I think you get some crazy shit happening. Like in the '80s when they, one of the teams was like, "Oh, we're gonna fucking put a six wheel car out." That thing was, or the turbo fan car. I want that to be a thing now. I that's want, what I'm I want. I want a team to come out now. That's like, we see what other teams are trying to do with four wheels, and we went, "What about fucking eight? Have you have you seen that car before? No, and I don't need to see it now. We need to get into the news. Okay, well, uh, who do you want to start? You. Okay, well, then I'll look up the six-wheel car and show it to you later. Yes. <laughs> the first news article. I, I must distract you from Formula One because otherwise we will not actually get into I know. The there's news. actually like a lot of lengthy stuff. Um, we were treated to a strange sight this past week. The logos of Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo on the same letterhead. <laughs> The big three have banded together to express their deep concerns over the uh, their deep concerns over President Donald Trump's tariffs and his ongoing trade war with China. Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo sent a joint letter to the administration outlining that the proposed tariffs would hurt consumers, put jobs at risk, and stifle innovation. The letter is well thought out but lengthy, so we grabbed a few sections. Uh, there are the These are all direct quotes from the letter. Um, I'm just going to blow through them here. In 2018, over 96% of video game consoles imported into the United States were made in China. The video game console supply chain has developed in China over many years of investment by our companies and our partners. It would cause significant supply chain disruption to shift sourcing entirely to the United States or a third-party country, and it would increase costs, even beyond the cost of of the proposed tariffs on products that are already manufactured under tight margin conditions. Uh, video. This is another one. Video games are a core part of the fabric of American entertainment culture. Two out of three households have at least one video game player, and 60% of Americans play video games daily. A price increase of 25% will likely put a new video game console out of reach for many American families, who we expect to be in the market for a console this holiday season. For those purchases that do go forward, despite tariffs, consumers would pay $840 million more than they otherwise would have, according to a recent study. Uh, Despite the deep interdependence of video game consoles and game software, and due to the price sensitivity of video game console purchasers, Tariffs on video game consoles would not only harm our companies, consumers, and retailers, but will also disproportionately harm the thousands of small and medium-sized software and accessory developers in the United States. Thus, these tariffs would have a ripple effect of harm that extends throughout the video game ecosystem. Boom. Got him. Boom, got him. For... The the letter was generally long. It was like three pages, but it was still shorter than I expected it to be. Because they like did not fuck around. They're straight up like this is this is bad for these reasons. This is our data backing it up, and that's basically what the, that's that was that. Uh, what do you think's gonna happen? Nothing. Yeah, that's yeah. the correct answer. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. That's basically exactly what I forever expect uh, to be happening. As is tradition. And as the cards dictate, <laughs> unless somebody blocks it with their Contessa, number two. I'm going to just keep a Contessa in my pocket. And then randomly, like when something happens that I don't like, I'm going to be like, blocking with my Contessa. No one will have any idea. They'll be like, what the fuck? And that one gal will just be like, you don't have. And you'll just be like, ah, oh, shit. You want to take that bet? <laughs> Ah, coup references. I would I would give that one a shot. That and Secret Hitler, obviously. Because who wouldn't? Secret Hitler and Coup, we need a team. Yeah, that's the well, problem. We need a group. We need a team. Which is the problem. You know, we should play it. How many people would get offended if we did it like your uh your parties? Like no, Jack no. and Jill. I don't think. Or I get a bunch of radical Hitler references during your uh, wedding. That's something. Like we're sitting in your reception, right? And I pull out Secret Hitler, and I say, instead of the first dance, this is what we're doing. Are you fascists? Let's find out. Hand everybody some cards. The problem is, like, half the people, like, the older crowd would probably take it seriously and be like, yeah, I am fascist. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> or they would just double down on what their card said they were, and they're like, yeah. I'm not going there. <laughs> I was going to get real Nazi Germany about it. Anyway, number two. Let's talk about something that's not Nazi Germany. The Pokemon Company has spoken a bit more about their next mobile game, Pokemon Masters. The game is planned to launch this summer on iPhone and Android devices. Masters takes place on an artificial island called Pasio. Pasio? Pasio? Do we know? Pasio. Your guess is good as mine. And focuses on forming teams with other trainers, not collecting Pokemon. You'll form teams with iconic trainers from past games who will each have a single Pokemon, and they're calling them Sync Pairs. Combat won't be turn-based, but instead 3v3 battles that take place in real time. Also not tap-based. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. I think it's a cool departure from, you know, their what they normally do. Like, they they seem to, like, have a good grasp of, like, what they can manipulate without overly offending. Yeah. At least that's what it seems from the outside. So far, I would agree. From what we've seen, I should say. They haven't uh, made me throw my phone and scream, This isn't Pokemon! Uh, then again, I also want to meet the person that did that. Yeah. And then slap them silly with a fish. Mm-hmm. With a fish? One fish. One fish. Fish slap. It's a waste of a fish. Not really. I mean, you grill it, you're going to kill the bacteria That's anyway. True. That's true. I'm talking, I'm going to take a raw fish out of the ocean by the tail. One slap to one side of the face, follow through, and then backhand them on the other that side. That just reminds slap, me slap. of that. I'm, I'm fairly certain it's a Bollywood movie. I don't With know. Jesus. I'm making, a, I'm making a Monty Python reference. So Maybe it's Monty Python. I don't know. No, because it's, it's definitely a Bollywood thing, I think. It's like Jesus, and he's like, you know, 
Bollywood, Bollywood, he's Bollywood Jesus. Yeah, he's got like fish, and he's like using. He's like he keeps making more fish. He he doesn't run out of fish. Is what I'm getting at here. And he's like killing people with the fish, like throwing them through people's heads and stuff. This after this, okay, that's ridiculous. (laughs) This always shows up on Reddit. It's ridiculous. All right, Uh, Um, fish Jesus. Number three, EA Access for PlayStation has gotten a release date. <gasps> EA announced today that July 24th will be the big day. The service will cost $4.99 per month. And, you know, it's just like the Xbox One. So, there you go. $4.99. $4.99 EA Access, July 24th. Not bad. Yeah, it's a thing. It's cool, I guess. Good to get it in there before uh, Madden releases. Number... Well, sorry. Uh, they should have done that correctly and then said, it's out today with the surprise mechanic. <laughs> Boom. Suck it, EA. Number four. Alienware co-founder Frank Azor is leaving Alienware after 21 years. The interesting part of this story is where he's rumored to be going. Wiftact. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, WCCF Tech has heard from sources that Frank Azor is headed to AMD to become their first ever chief gaming officer or CGO. Can't wait for more companies (laughs) to adopt that three-letter acronym. Uh. In October of 2018, Frank Azor said that Dell's gaming division, which is Alienware, is worth $3 billion. It'll be interesting to see if he can carry that success to a position that isn't common in the industry. By isn't common, meaning I don't know of another one that exists, technically. Yeah. What I do like about this is, um, if this is true, because obviously it's still a rumor, um, it's nice to see AMD committing to the gaming front, because they've always been lax, whereas NVIDIA has always been, as far as the graphics card. NVIDIA and Intel have usually kind of yeah. gone a little bit harder. They're the ones who are always like actively seeking out partnerships, and like you always see their fucking logos yeah. before games. But recently, AMD has been like, Picking up the pace on that. So, competition's good. Competition is good. It is. When there's actual competition. Yeah. And people don't scream competition as a monopoly walks around. But, yeah, yeah sure, same thing. I'm looking at you, Spectrum. Fucking Spectrum. Oh, my God. Yeah. <sighs> Bitch ass Spectrum. <laughs> uh,. And my internet's out. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been having issues with the internet? It went out last night. That was ultimate chicken horse. Okay, I didn't know if that was like after a... like ten minutes, but I don't know if was it around midnight. Mm-hmm. Happens to me sometimes where it just randomly goes off at midnight. Yeah, I was in playing stuff and then I just dropped and I reset all my stuff and then I went down and I looked at my modem. And I was like, oh, it's not me. It's frustrating. The best part is I know if I call them, they'll be like, well, we see that the line is making it all the way to your house. So are you sure it's not something inside? I'd be like, bitch, my fucking modem is telling me it doesn't. Oh, oh, give me your tier three. Give me your tier. I'm not dealing with you. Give me your tier three. <laughs> like, okay, we'll charge you more money. I'll at least talk to your tier three who probably has some understanding of how this works. Uh... Anyway, Spectrum. Yay. Number five. Microsoft's head of Xbox, Phil Spencer. Has See, head of Xbox, not chief gaming officer of Microsoft. Like, Well, they might become chief gaming officer. I'm pretty sure they have a board. Yeah, they do. So I don't think there actually is a CGO. There could be. It's a board of gaming officers. Um, a BGO. <laughs> BGO. Please get this going before I say more things. Uh, Phil Spencer has clarified that Microsoft is launching a single console next generation in the form of Project Scarlet. Not two consoles like previously rumored. A minor detail to most, but shows the serious shift Microsoft is making. So I read serious shift, but in my head I said serious shit. <laughs> Microsoft's making them big serious shits, people. Um, shows the serious shift Microsoft is making to their xCloud service. Apparently, Microsoft has stepped up their investment and development of xCloud this past year with the entry of Google's Stadia. Scaring them a little bit. Uh, there, may, there, may be an, there, may, there may be another reason for the change to one console. Therot? 
Is that what we decided it was? It is now. Uh, who reported the original rumors of the two consoles, said that developers were focusing too much on optimizing for the lower spec console instead of the true next-gen project Scarlet. That's the problem. It's got to oh be lowest God. common denominator. I know, right? You dumbasses. What do you mean? That's a, oh, they finally I, figured it out. <laughs> I wonder why people are, are uh, designing things for the lowest common denominator and not my friend's $5,000 PC. Oh, I could never figure that out. Money, you fucks? Why do you think Warcraft isn't in, like Unreal or some crazy psychopathic thing? And it still looks as good as it does. Have you looked at the doc at all? Nope. Because you've already you've referenced two specific things that we're going to talk about. Man, I'm good. I'm Nazi just... Germany is one of them. <laughs> He's laughing. He thinks I'm joking. No, and, no as far as I don't think you're joking, but I have no idea how I referenced it. Well, I know I how know. I referenced it, but I don't know how it's in the doc. Yeah. Uh. So it's funny uh, that they're like, we're not launching with two consoles. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're not launching with them. Yeah. We saw I, what happened with the Xbox One X. I don't expect you to launch with them. Their you market. Didn't, you didn't launch with the S either. Their marketing speak is like top notch because they like. No, 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 guys. We're not launching with two consoles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're just putting out the lower powered one that everybody's been developing for, and then we'll give you the more powerful one later. <laughs> same thing we did last <laughs> time. Completely worthless. <laughs> the same exact thing we did last time. Number six. Esports continue to. Is this a Nazi Germany story? <laughs> esports <laughs> e- in Nazi Germany did not prove fruitful as mechanized robot dogs could not work in the <laughs> oh boy alright number six esports continue to grow at an exponential which means more <laughs> and I, I'm ignoring it not okay. saying right which means more and more conglomerates are going to be jumping on the bandwagon this latest one is a bit disappointing but they do have the most money in their industry to throw around Budweiser, oh God, has filed for a trademark on the phrase, quote, the official beer of esports, end quote. According to the Esports Observer, Anheuser-Busch, which is Budweiser's parent company, also filed for, quote, the official beer of gaming, end quote, and the same exact words again. But- oh, I must have fucked that up. Oh, it's supposed, the second one's supposed to be the official beer of gamers. Oh, of gamers, okay. Bud Light is a sponsor of the Overwatch League, and the trademark filings are still pending. Yeah. Thoughts, man who doesn't uh, care about esports? Are you about to start knowing that your favorite beer is now a sponsor? Wow. Wow. That's exactly what I'm saying. Speaking though. of beer. That's exactly what I'm saying. How many people do you think that are in the nerd community that would mostly be considered hipsters for by a large majority are like, yeah, Budweiser? You know whose fault that is? America. Post Malone. Because he loves Bud Light. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Oh. Post Y. Post. He has a Post Bud Light y. vending machine in his house. Oh, God. That's sad. Um, I mean, he's not. He makes a ton of money, but like, yeah. but God. Speaking of beer, I realized as I, you were reading through that last one, that was obviously a train wreck. Um, I wrote this. Re- <laughs> <laughs> Bingo. I might have drank some, some, uh, some wine. A little bit of, a little bit of riesling. Had a couple glasses of riesling. Oh. So my favorite was just as I'm reading it. You just laugh at the part where I miss rate, and I was like, no, it's not there. I didn't miss anything. And then I read it, and I'm like, that quote is the exact same as the last thing I just said. So I'm just gonna. Uh, fantastic. The official beer of gaming, or as they also worded it, the official beer of gaming. Like, wait a second. <laughs> I hate that that's a thing, though. Like, it's it, to me, it's stupid that a company can come along and trademark, trademark a statement like that and then right. like, they roll should with it. put it to a vote. Or, do like, us a as gamers, market share or something, you know? Like, do us as gamers acknowledge them as the official beer of game? No. Uh, I'd, like, that I just want to be great that if at any pro event from then on, they're like, we do not, as this event, recognize. <laughs> The company that has so claimed itself to be the senator from so-and-so has the floor. <laughs> uh, 
Bernie Sanders has the floor. <laughs> Bernie, speaking of which, did you speaking watch any of, of the debate? Horrible Democratic debate. No, I didn't. I didn't either. I just got you know the highlights. I have heard nothing good. So there's never anything. Good well, let's put it this way: I've heard, I've heard nothing good, but also everything I've predicted so far has basically been about true. That, um, that Biden is just done. Yeah, I think He's, I. Th- yeah, he was so far out of touch and gone. Yeah. Um, Uncle Biden's a great meme, but not a great president. Yeah. At this point. I will say the one thing that I find disappointing is I, I think it's a, I think it takes away, I haven't seen, I haven't watched the whole thing. I've only seen snippets. I think having a crowd there actually is a detriment because because how do you have a Bethesda conference and then go, you know, what would be a great idea is if we had that same thing in a fucking political discussion. Well, like you have these fucking assholes in the crowd who are cheering whenever they hear a one-liner like see that's the problem yeah <laughs> get them out of there okay we're we we do not want to get into the politics in the video game podcast um <laughs> speaking of nazi germany <laughs> where was i okay uh number seven sony may have just announced the creation of a specific playstation division that's responsible for turning game ips into movies and shows but that's not stopping existing projects already in the works like Sony mo- Pictures like movies Television. And, for movies and shows? Okay. Yes. Sony Pictures Television. That's a dumb name. And production company Hivemind Entertainment has announced a partnership with Square Enix to make a live action Final Fantasy 14 team. So in case you guys are curious, we're not going to see that. TV 2029. Uh, the, the series will be based on Final Fantasy 14 uh, in its world of... Oh, shit. I don't know how to pronounce this. Eorzea or or e- Eorzea, whatever the whatever the world Final Fantasy fourteen is, who cares? Um, there's no details available yet, but the show looks to be in experienced hands. Hive Mind Entertainment is responsible for Amazon's The Expanse and Netflix The Witcher, which should be out soon. So who knows if that's any good? I guess they could be experienced. They could be terrible. Yeah. So we want to go more with the idea that we'll see this in maybe 2029. Uh, and I think the only greater meme would have been that they said they were putting out a Final Fantasy VII remake, like documentary, and then release the documentary before the game. Uh, I, w- I would just be like, Final Fantasy VII is out now. The documentary about the game that we're making. <laughs> Poor Square. Uh, you do it to yourselves. Number eight. Speaking of games, we hopefully see... In the future? No. Mm. Number eight. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077's install size for the PS4 has been revealed, courtesy of the PlayStation Store. According to the info on the page or on the store's listing, Cyberpunk will take up 80 gigabytes. Although a developer working on the title via said via Discord that CD Projekt Red is still adding content, so the install will probably be bigger than that. For reference, the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition has an install size of 50 gigs. Less than a week from launch. That's the next story. Stop reading. I, You know what? I was bright in this, and I, I think what impressed me the most was that the Witcher 3 Complete Edition is only 50 gigs. It impresses me, too, because... I'm pretty positive that's not the size on PC. I think it's bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would make sense, though. And also, resolutions. Cyberpunk will be over 100 gigs. You think so? Yep. You calling it? Yep. Nate's calling it. Over 100%. 100 gigs. Red Dead's at like 80 gigs. Red Dead's like 99. Okay, closer. On, even on PS4. better. PS4. Yeah. Cyberpunk's going over 100. Unless they have some like they, psychopathic I, See, that's the, thing, that's the thing, though, is with The Witcher 3 being 50 gigs... Like, they got to have some crazy compression. Like, they must be, like, really optimizing, which would make sense. I mean, the game runs pretty good, I think. So I believe it, but I stick with what I said. Okay. Over 100. I mean, it's totally believable, especially if you consider, only like, 20, how only complex a city would look like, you know? Yeah. and with 20 more gigs? Yeah. Yeah, we're going over 100. Okay. I mean, they could get to 100 now if they just, like, didn't GTA's compress over, audio or something GTA's like that. GTA is over 100. Yeah. GTA is, like, 150. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, anyway. All right, where the were we? fucking show I think was eighty gigs. Yeah, what is it with PlayStation exclusives that are just they're just like fuck it, we don't need to optimize like storage space. Like fuck your console. Like Days Gone was like eighty something gigs. Yeah, eighty nine I think is what it was. So either they're not compressed, you know, well, or yeah. we just don't give a shit. So I'm still calling it over hundred. Okay. 
Number nine. Less than a week from launch, and Harry Potter Wizards Unite has its first fan fest planned. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Say like the last half of that again. First fan fest planned. What the fuck is there a fan fest for? Please elaborate, Matt. Uh, <laughs> well, they didn't really tell us anything. So the festival will be what between. What do you mean they didn't tell us anything? Why is it in the document? <laughs> fuck this place. I'm out of here for this exact reason. I'm retiring. <laughs> for the <laughs> the festival will be between August 31st to September 1st at the White River State Park in Indianapolis. Uh, Niantic's press release said players, quote, will be able to engage in a variety of interactive experiences bridging the in-game experience with the real world, end quote. That's literally, they, they just said, hey, watch our blog and Twitter for more details soon. Are they going to put those interactive features in the game? I don't know, man. Or are we just going to be interactive in the sense that we all go dress up in fucking Harry Potter robes and run around screaming Expelliarmus at things? Bingo, that one. <laughs> Dumbledore. <laughs> Richter Sempre. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll just have people that'll be doing the fucking Snape and Harry Potter friends. Snape. Severus Snape. Snape. Dumbledore. <laughs> uh. Ron Weasley. <laughs> Oh, what a video. Number 10. Wait, so what was the one? What was the other thing I referenced? I see Nazi Germany. I see um, World of Warcraft. Oh. Wolfenstein Youngblood. Kind of, actually. Indirectly. Okay. Number 10. Wolfenstein Youngblood and Wolfenstein Cyberpilot will be released uncensored in Germany. They will be the first video games to face their fucking history. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that took a turn. Oh, I love you, Germany. Anyway, they'll be the first video game sold at retail inside Germany to include Nazi imagery. Last year, Germany changed their national policy to allow Nazi imagery inside video games as long as the artistic use is justified by the content in the game. And just goes to show that even Germany approves of killing Nazis. This might be too much. I don't think so, Matt. I think my sentence before that, when I went off the deep end, was probably too much. That's fair. That's fair. It is interesting. Yeah. It's the... I'm curious if it'll be censored in uh, Australia. Australia? Australia is also notorious for censoring things. They censored like Saints Row and a bunch of other shit like that. Yeah. I did, I don't know why I didn't put the... Because um... the Australian... Video game board or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah. Super weird. Yeah. But, hey, cool for uh, Germany to to do this. Hopefully, mm-hmm. it doesn't end up with the actual, like, ramifications they're scared about. Yeah. Where all of a sudden, somebody's like, they did nothing wrong. And you're like, oh, God, no. Please, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. So, like, this happened. This article happened. I put it in the doc, all that good stuff. But the week prior, last week. Um, actually this week too, there's been some, uh, right wing stuff happening in Germany where it's causing some issues. And if the fun story that I read this week was that a whole town bought all the beer in the town because there was going to be, uh, some yeah, they basically, right wing. Their idea was to, um, make them thirsty. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not drinking our beer. Yeah. I, th- I appreciated that. I thought it was pretty funny. I was like, I like that story. Yeah. I don't, I, it could be a left wing. It could be a right wing. I don't care. I just like the idea of a town being like, we don't support what you guys are coming here for. I need all of your beer. <laughs> Put it in my truck. Party's in my house. <laughs> and then just this entire town's having like a one block sized party that the entire town is wasted on while on the other side of town, there's just a protest that doesn't have any beer. Yeah. It's kind of, it was like... So very intelligent. I was like, ooh, these people, man. They know what they're doing. It's like watching uh, Philadelphia grease the light poles after they won. Uh, yeah. And I was just like, that's not going to stop anybody, but I appreciate it. <laughs> the thought that counts. Yeah. Uh, number 11. One Punch Man is getting a fighting game called One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows. Wow, that's an insulting. <laughs> 
The only details given were that the game will feature, quote, 3v3 battles where players can form powerful teams, end quote. Uh, the announcement trailer only showed 1v1 battles, though. As cool as it may be to see the characters' moves replicated in a game, the game has a serious design flaw. The title character defeats every opponent uh, opponent with one punch. I see no design flaw. <laughs> the game is a 30-minute beat-em-up. And when I say 30-minute beat-em-up, it's 30 bosses back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back, and you just get one hit, and that's it. That would be so fantastic if they did that, though. You know, I, I would actually be super okay if it was a Dark Souls-style game where it's just the idea is that you have to just dodge. Like, you you can hit anything you want. You're going to kill it. Mm-hmm. But it's all these attacks. You just have to dodge. Like, none of them will technically, like, kill you because mm-hmm. it's One Punch Man. Yeah. But you just, like, blink around these, like, crazy fights, and then you just get the one hit, and the boss just falls over, and you're like, the fuck? And it it's self-aware of itself, so, like, the other bosses are like, what the fuck just happened to... You guys see Frank? He was a he was one of the he was he was supposed to stop them to get us. Ah, they just get like frustrated and they're like putting on armor. It's just like these sweet '90s montage moments of like the the good old Black Dynamite joke, right? Mm-hmm. Where they show up on Kung Fu Island and he's they're all armored up and he's just like, I, uh, I told go like what are you doing here? Go keep an eye out for Black Dynamite. <laughs> he told them to keep an eye out for me. Ha ha, threw that shit for a walk in the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Black Dynamite, what a great movie. Number 12. Speaking of things Nate also talked about during his thing. Oh, that's three. This, this is four. I talked about Harry Potter, too. Oh, wow, four. Wow. Number 12, Tetris Royale was announced for mobile platforms. Essentially, it's a mobile version of the Switch's Tetris 99. The game will have 100-player Battle Royale a solo marathon mode, and daily challenges where players can earn rewards to gain customization options, power-ups, and boosters that can be used in battle games. No release dates yet. Cool. I'd, I'd probably play it just for the I solo. Won't. Solo marathon. You can play solo marathon on a Switch. You don't have a Switch. I see that problem. I understand now. <laughs> Uh, oh, you won't get it. If you got it and you had your Switch, I'd, I won't I'd be concerned. I won't because I probably won't like the controls. Yeah, that's fair. Because as it starts getting faster and faster, I'm just going to get like more annoyed that my touchscreen isn't exactly responsive. Or like mm-hmm. the same problem I have with playing it with a pro controller where I'm like, yeah. this fucking D-pad sucks. Same problem I had with playing Smash with the, joy- the pro controller. I was like, this joystick sucks. I was just like, yeah. Understandable. But... uh what I do like is the idea of daily challenge. I think they should put the daily challenges thing in current Tetris 99. As an incentive to play every day? Yeah, and like give people like just skin options. Like, you know, change the look of your game. Like, change it to the Tetris effect. Change color of the blocks, that type of yeah, thing. Yeah, like all, all the crazy stuff. Like, change it to the Tetris effect stuff where like they're, they're clear box, like wireframe blocks or mm-hmm. stuff like that. But put in like a currency, then like a mini store, but don't put in actual microtransactions. Just... I'm picking up what you're putting down. They're still on Dark Souls. I was just checking. I think they're done, though. Yeah, the time stopped. I think they're done. They're probably doing their uh, glitch stuff. Oh. Um, It'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Last news article. We fucking flew. Flew through this, I feel like. We're almost in an hour. Oh, wow. Like five minutes minutes off. It's like 30 minutes to get through the news. Uh, well, at this is going to be a long one, so bear with me. Uh, well, at the Game Lab conference, Mike Morhaim gave a little insight into the failed successor of World of Warcraft, which is Titan, obviously. Uh, I like that you say obviously, but we haven't talked about Titan in over like two years. Yeah, but you know, you the, it's World of Warcraft. It's Blizzard. I, mean, I know, know Titan's failed. I'm well aware, <laughs> but the community at large forgets that Titan became Overwatch. Technically. We'll get to that. Um, I'm sure we will. This is like a whole big long excerpt of everything he... Not everything, but the majority of what he said. So, here we go. Quote, We've tried really hard not to announce any games that weren't ready to be announced. Or we weren't sure that we were going to release them. Titan is an exception to that where we wanted it to be our next generation. Our sequel to sort of World of Warcraft. 
Our sequel to sort of. Okay, whatever. Uh, we took a lot of our senior developers and put them on this project. And I think where we really failed was we failed to control scope. It was very ambitious. It was a brand new universe, and it was going to be the next generation MMO that did all sorts of things, and it had different modes, and we were kind of building two games in parallel at the same time. It sort of never really came together. Uh, we struggled. The game was uh, the game was in development for many years, and we didn't announce the game, but we had talked about that we were working on a next generation MMO. I think that somehow the code name did get out there. I don't know if we released that or not. But we, when we did finally, what ended up happening with the game is at some point, the team basically came to us and said that the engine really wasn't where it needed to be. And the team had grown to a point that it was really difficult to get the engine to where it needed to be while keeping the team busy. And so they wanted to basically take some time to redo all the tooling and, and the technology to be able to be more productive making the game. And instead of doing that, we asked the team to take a couple of months and think about what's one idea that we could be that we could do going forward. Think about a couple of the other ideas where if we were to start right now and do anything we wanted, what other things could we do? And they took about two months, came up with a couple of different ideas. And one of those ideas was Overwatch. And the team was very excited about the idea. And we ultimately, you know, of course, decided to move forward and make Overwatch. Lovely, insightful. That's it. Obviously. Interessante. Yeah, I thought it was nice to have a, a tad bit more, uh, you know, info about what happened. Yeah, it's it's funny because for the most part, you don't usually see more info about stuff like that. Yeah, if something, if a, well, generally we don't even know about a project failing, but when we do, it's we don't really get a why. It's just like, oh yeah, that didn't work out, so we did this. Especially because we knew about this one for so long. Like yeah. Titan had been rumored for a while and then started getting more and more hype about like, where is Titan? Where is Titan? And you saw all the articles and then they're like, we canceled Titan. And everybody's just like, what the? F-? You guys have had this thing in development for eight years. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, no. Yeah. It probably makes sense of why we're hearing about it now. Mm-hmm. It's like, let it all cool back down. Yeah. And I don't think he's with Blizzard anymore, is he? Morheim? Uh, I don't think so. So he's chit-chatting about it a little bit um if he is well if he's not i don't know the nda situation would be weird that's why Mm -hmm. it's just it it's funny because like i generally am not super interested in blizzard games but i find i'm more intrigued by what the concept of titan was knowing that overwatch exists yeah, knowing what Overwatch is, I'm like, what the fuck were you working on? Like, what yeah. is this? What was it supposed to be? You Especially know, when everybody like, was, like, at the time, touting Titan to be this wow replacer. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, I see what Overwatch was. I mean, you could have done it. What the fuck were you doing? Yeah, like, what was it? <laughs> uh, I'm sure time. someday we'll get some tell-all book that'll be, you know, fun to read. It'll be something. Yeah. Be an interesting time. Now, this is the part where normally I would say that we're done. Uh-oh. And I'm going to. Oh. Not to, like, spoil anything. We're wow. done. Uh, but this is also the part where I would say, like, hey, let's do a bonus episode. This is also the part where I say, I don't have shit planned. I don't know what we would do it on. We've done us just bullshitting before, but I don't really know if we want to really do that right now. So instead, enjoy the weekend. <laughs> don't listen to us after this episode. Until next week, which will be the uh, most patriotic show you've ever listened to, because it'll be July 5th. Oh, wow. Will it? Oh, yeah, it will be Friday, July, Thursday, July 4th. Yep. And uh, that's all I got. I don't have anything. Perfect. Uh, Things to watch. Women's World Cup. Baseball in London tomorrow and Sunday. London. Oh, they doing their weird exchange thing? Yep. They sent the Yankees and the Red Sox over. Interesting. To go start a fist fight in a London pub. <laughs> you know what though? If they did, like if 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 there was like a, a bench clear or whatever the fuck you people call those things, I feel like it would Europe would find it more endearing. They'd be like, Oh, we like these guys. Like I <laughs> we could get you behind this. Just, you probably just have the pubs that would just be like 
yeah, and then just somebody would turn and punch somebody else and be like, yeah. I don't like you for liking that team. Like, this is how this works. And we're just like, oh, God. <laughs> but it'll be a, it'll be an interesting time. I'm going to watch the game tomorrow. I don't think I'm going to watch the Sunday. Well, I'll probably try to watch the Sunday game, albeit illegally, but I'm going to watch the tomorrow game and see what happens. Yeah. See what goes down. See if any shenanigans uh, ensue. Yeah. Maybe I'll actually watch a Formula One race. That'd be pretty crazy. Ooh. Shocking. Yeah. I don't rarely get the opportunity. They always have an off week when I have the weekend off. That's true. Maybe we should do something. Maybe. I don't... I'm kind of confused because, like, I haven't had... I don't... As far as I'm aware, I have nothing planned this weekend. As far as I'm aware. Right. Yeah. Um, Which is strange. So, I'm... I'm hesitant, concerned... Like... Something's happening, but somewhat I don't. excited, you know. Those chickens are up to something. Yeah, exactly. Little Wallace and Gromit meme. Yep, those chickens are up to something. Um, it would be nice if like there is nothing planned, and then I could actually, you know, play games, do something, that type of thing. Play games, drink, and have a fire. Yeah, have people over, play Secret Hitler. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, possibilities are endless. Potentially. They are. They're endless, except that none of us will have anything to figure it out by 8 o'clock tomorrow night, which will almost be the witching hour. So, <laughs> It's a great time. Great time to be alive as an adult. Anyway, we'll uh, see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.